0: This is Jordan Seculo today on Jay Seculo Live. Well, we saw the Democrat debate with Mike Bloomberg on the stage, and it was a Democrat debate disaster. We'll talk about it today on Jay Seculo Live.
1: Live from Washington DC, Jay Seculo Live. We've gotta wake up as a party. We could wake up two weeks from today, the day after Super Tuesday, and the only candidates left standing will be Bernie Sanders and Mike Bloomberg, the two most polarizing figures on this stage. Phone lines are open for your questions right now. Call 1-800-684-3110.
2: Senator Sanders, are you polarizing?
1: If speaking to the needs and the pain of a long-neglected working class is polarizing, I think you got the wrong word. It's maybe it's a time for the working class of this country to have a little bit of power in Washington rather than your billionaire campaign contributors. Uh, all right. And now your host, Jordan Saccolo.
0: Well, as I said, the Democrats, this was the debate to watch. We told you last night if you could stomach a Democrat debate, this would be the one to go through. We did and watch the commentary afterwards to see the MSNBC meltdown, the CNN meltdown because they thought Mike Bloomberg could be their savior to keep Bernie Sanders from the nomination because they believe that a Bernie Sanders nomination is a certain victory for President Trump. I look at that whole stage and I see almost like a certain victory for President Trump and I'm not the only one who said that by the way. Let's play Brett Bear right now because Brett Bear's immediate analysis I think was spot on one with who won the debate and two what happened to mike bloomberg after spending over 300 million dollars looking like the wizard of oz but now more like the uncovered wizard of oz at the end of the of the movie take a listen
3: the biggest winner tonight donald
0: trump this moment of seeing the Democrats go at each other, uh, was a moment where Mike Bloomberg, for all of the ads and all of the money, was sort of like the Wizard of Oz when they finally go and pull back the curtain and they realize it's, it's this guy. Uh, he's not the guy in the ads. Right. And, and it felt a little bit like that in some of the dust.
3: I think, look, I think that Mike Bloomberg had a terrible night. I mean, if you look at it from just a sheer debating philosophy, debating style, it was terrible. He looked like a deer in the headlights. He couldn't answer the basic questions. But there is a fundamental issue here, and I think we have to be cognizant of it. This debate was probably watched by 8 or 10 million people. That's it. He is spending, they're saying between now and Super Tuesday, another $400 million. He will be in every home, in every Super Tuesday state, More so than any other candidate, if you can put all of their ads together. So the question will be Is the poor debate performance enough to knock him off kilter? That's going to be the the real question here. Although he had a terrible day. He's
0: going to be able to continue spending money. But, you know, Super Tuesday is rapidly approaching. He's not going to get a lot of votes in Nevada because he's not on the ballot. So they feel like. And they're already having a mess there, by the way. You know, they've already said they're they're probably not going to put out the results Saturday. So. Another Iowa, but Bernie Sanders is a big lead there. Bernie Sanders now with a lead in South Carolina, which was Joe Biden. Some people were saying this was Joe Biden's comeback night. I think they were hoping and wishing it was Joe Biden's comeback night. To me, he still seems pretty incoherent when he's defending a lot of these policies. It seems like a guy who has just taken so many punches throughout this campaign trail and uh, is trying to remain relevant. Then you had Elizabeth Warren taking these mega shots at Mike Bloomberg, except for
3: he was landing him too.
0: Mike Bloomberg isn't the one taking votes away from Elizabeth Warren. It's Bernie Sanders who got through this debate and I'll go through the room completely unscathed because my commentary is that the only thing Democrats are united around, the only part of the Democratic Party united is the radical socialist wing. The rest of the Democrat Party, they kept talking about unity all night. Complete disarray. I think that's right. Complete disarray. Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump both just sailed through that debate.
3: No, I think that's, I think, well, Donald Trump barely got a mention. Except, you know, we've got to defeat Donald Trump. But when you look at the kind of the practical aspects policies of what the policies, like that, yeah. they, they barely got into policies. This was a an attempt to knock off uh, Mike Bloomberg, which ended up being to the benefit of Bernie Sanders. And like I said, the question will be, does he spend enough money? I don't think he can buy your way on, though. We'll see. We'll see soon enough.
0: All right, we'll be right back. Take your phone calls. 1-800-684-3110.
4: The challenges facing Americans are substantial. At a time when our values, our freedoms, our constitutional rights are under attack, it's more important than ever to stand with the American Center for Law and Justice. For decades now, the ACLJ has been on the front lines, protecting your freedoms, defending your rights, in courts, in Congress, and in the public arena and we have an exceptional track record of success. But here's the bottom line, we could not do our work without your support. We remain committed to protecting your religious and constitutional freedoms. That remains our top priority, especially now during these challenging times. The American Center for Law and Justice is on your side. If you're already a member, thank you. And if you're not, well, this is the perfect time to stand with us at aclj.org. Where you can learn more about our life changing work. Become a member today, aclj.org. Only when a society can agree that the most vulnerable and voiceless deserve to be protected is there any hope for that culture to survive. And that's exactly what you are saying when you stand with the American Center for Law and Justice to defend the right to life. We've created a free, powerful publication offering a panoramic view of the ACLJ's battle for the unborn. It's called Mission Life. It will show you how you are personally impacting the pro-life battle through your support. And the publication includes a look at all major aclj pro-life cases how we're fighting for the rights of pro-life activists the ramifications of roe v wade 40 years later planned parenthood's role in the abortion industry and what obamacare means to the pro-life movement discover the many ways your membership with the aclj is empowering the right to life request your free copy of mission life today online at aclj.org gift
0: Live. Listen, I think this Bloomberg memo that's out that says hey if you all got out and let me go one-on-one with Bernie Sanders I've got the money I uh, you know you stop hitting me with every of these NDA things all this stuff with having a big company um, and trying to compare me to Donald Trump I, I honestly think Bloomberg would have a chance against Bernie Sanders I think it'd be a real battle but there's no signs or indications that any of these other candidates are getting out in fact Bloomberg's not even on the ballot this weekend and he's not on the ballot in South Carolina either. So he's still got two more weeks until people go and actually vote for him. And Bernie Sanders is just building up momentum and building up leads. And this idea that capitalism gets such a golf clap applause Barely. at a Democrat debate. Yeah. Well, I mean, When we have that sound, we we'll play for people. It's just this idea. We, we play for people now. Between the fact that the Democrat Party in America is having a debate between whether we should be socialist or whether we should praise capitalism in general. Not that everything's perfect, but in general, and he gets a golf
2: clap, take a listen.
5: Mayor Bloomberg, you own a large company. Would you support what Senator Sanders is proposing?
2: Absolutely not. I can't think of a ways that would make it easier for Donald Trump to get reelected than listening to this conversation. It's ridiculous. We're not gonna throw out capitalism. We tried that, other countries tried that. It was called communism and it just didn't work. Well, I mean, it's pretty, I mean, you
3: got to give him, I mean. That was probably his best line. That was probably his best line. They didn't like it. They didn't like it because, uh, Harry, the socialists that are there, of which, you know, Elizabeth Warren, I guess, is now saying she's kind of like one. And and Bernie Sanders is being unapologetic in his democratic socialism.
2: But, I mean, all the incoming was clearly aimed at, at one person. I think that is correct. So the Democratic Party is fragmented. They are, generally speaking, incoherent except for their support for socialist policies that actually favor the elites. And so we have Bernie Sanders, who left his three homes and his multi-million dollar bank account in order to lecture the rest of us about wealth and the evils of capitalism. But on the other hand, uh, Mayor Bloomberg uh, had a disastrous uh, uh um, a performance. Uh, this is a guy that uh, allowed his titanic campaign to be hit by an iceberg. And I think Mayor Bloomberg's performance explains why the nation is apparently torn between watching future Democratic debates and sticking its face in a blender. Mayor Bloomberg was massively unprepared, First, he brought a penknife to the OK Corral, and he then compounded his error because he thought he was attending a spelling bee, (laughs) but it was a calculus exam. (laughs) Well,
0: I I heard someone wrote... I mean, someone wrote... It was like Mayor Bloomberg brought his wallet to a knife fight. I mean, you know, it's like it's like it, it was it was horrendous. Let me tell you, we played some good moments from Bloomberg. Oh, you played
3: the best moments from Bloomberg. Uh, Trust the, me, the
0: rest of it was disastrous. I mean, his grin, his out of touchness, the weird statements about it. I made a made it, made a few jokes that people didn't like. I mean, th- those were just it's just not where the Democrat well, Party is right now. And by the way, yes, Elizabeth Warren had this wonderful night beating up mayor bloomberg which doesn't except help her for bernie sanders is the one taking all of her votes I, here's what I, amy klobuchar and pete Buttigieg, yeah they're getting into it they're getting the fight over who's the president of mexico
3: yeah i mean a, like that was and like and what, i thought that was tacky on on buddhich you yes, didn't know I think so too. you serve on the committee senator and you didn't know the name this is a guy that's the mayor of a failing city in indiana
0: yeah a small town mayor <laughs> who has no business being on that stage i mean but is like bernie sanders says being bankrolled by billionaires because he would probably do their bidding yeah. As a as a young, inexperienced politician, well, if he were at the White House, which I don't think he will be.
3: Here's the question that I have though. This is I think that's all true. I think what Harry said is true. I'm gonna ask this to Fan. So but the DNC is making a calcul I mean, this is who they got. So this is you know, it's the old story. You play the deck you've been dealt. This is the deck they've been dealt.
5: Well, and after you sort it all out, Jay, I mean I think there's one candidate up there who's tickled pink about how it went, and it's the Senator Sanders. He's oh, yeah. like, you know, you all go ahead you all go ahead and fight, you know, uh Mayor Bloomberg, you, you can you can put out a memo that says if everybody else gets out, you might have a chance against it. Well, yeah, of course. If every other candidate gets out of a primary, of course your candidate has a better chance to win. And when it comes to Mayor Bloomberg, Jay, I mean, look, this was my concern for him all along. His ads are great, and you're you're correct. There are gonna be tens of millions of more people that see those ads than this last night but but Jay I mean at some point a candidate has to be able to interface with voters and have them like him or her but to have a chance I'm not sure. I think last night proved he can't do that I'm just not sure that's it. but I don't think his
3: strategy is go in debates and see if I can win people over or go to events and, mm-hmm. and do selfies like um, Elizabeth Warren yeah. I really think his strategy Super is Super Tuesday I'm gonna I can spend three four hundred million dollars Bernie Sanders can't no. Elizabeth Warren can't Amy Klobuchar cannot Pete Buttigieg cannot, so what's going to happen is this thing is either going to very quickly become a two-person race right. just by r- running out of cash. Even what, with
0: the bad performance last night. Yeah,
3: so listen to what, you know, I thought Pagal, what you said it's... Yeah,
0: the- I think it's good to hear Democrat strategists can kind of, again, analyzing this from their perspective, not just getting it from our conservative perspective, but... From a Democrat strategist perspective, Paul Begala, Byte96.
3: This was a gift to Bernie Sanders. Uh, It was a rough night for Mike Bloomberg. Man, Elizabeth Warren just gutted him like a flounder on Long Island Sound. It was rough for him. But Bernie, we are two days away from the voting in Nevada, and they attacked a guy who's not on the ballot in Nevada. Uh, It was, I thought, Tactically, really dumb for the Democrats. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not for any of these particular candidates. And Bloomberg I, really, I thought, performed terribly. I thought Senator Warren really, just clocked him. But Bernie is the front runner. Bernie is very likely to win in Nevada. This was your one chance, uh, other Democrats competing against Bernie, to stop him from winning Nevada, and I, I think they missed that chance. So Bernie, the big winner, and then of course, strategically, Donald Trump's got to be happy with a Democratic demolition derby. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I mean, there is. This is, the the, the the mistake of this, I think, um, was I think Paul Beghal, who I know, it, it is, was right. That they had, they were so concerned about Bloomberg that they lost sight of the fact that you had, sitting right on the other side of the, um, next to them, in some cases, depending on what the order was in their debate, you had Bernie Sanders there, who they didn't lay a glove on except the occasional, you're a socialist. And You're even, a communist. And
0: even that was really Mayor tepid. Pe- was Mayor Pete tepid because then he got asked Mayor Pete about his glowing editorial that he wrote praising Bernie Sanders. And I tweeted out. Do you realize that Mayor Pete tries to sound like a moderate like Barack Obama is really play- is- will accept saying he's a progressive, but then when he admitted that he had so much affection for Bernie Sanders, to me. He just admitted to everybody he's a socialist too. He just doesn't yell. He doesn't have the same uh, energy that Bernie Sanders does, right. to say it nicely. But but this is a guy whose dad but, was a leftist Marxist professor, yes. and he wrote, the, he did not disavow his editorial praising the radical political
3: policies of Bernie Sanders. But here's what I don't understand. So Mayor Pete's not a moderate. But what is the strategy? What strategy did they employ? Bagala said this, right, Harry. What strategy did they
2: employ last night? Well, I think, number one, their strategy was to help Donald Trump win re-election. And (laughs) so I think if you look at the debate performance last night, critically and coolly, uh, in essence, Elizabeth Warren did a fabulous job of attacking a candidate who is not on the ballot in either Nevada or South Carolina. Mm. What sense does that make? Uh, And number two, they spent very little time uh, unpacking uh, uh, Bernie Sanders policies which ultimately are unsustainable. I thought Mayor Pete did a fairly effective job pointing out that if you actually understand Bernie Sanders uh, approach to the economy, if you look at Medicare for All and all of his other hair-brained proposals, uh, it would consume more than 100 to 120% of the entire economy. gross national yeah. product of the nation. Yeah. So Bernie Sanders' policies make no sense, but yet he went unscathed.
0: And, and and what was interesting to me, as a reminder to everyone who is watching that or who listening right now, the only two candidates on that stage who have won anything at this point are Bernie Sanders, and Mayor Pete. They kind of split Iowa and uh, and Bernie Sanders edged out Pete in New Hampshire. That's it. I mean, these other candidates who are big names like Joe Biden and Elizabeth Warren and Amy Klobuchar have won nothing. Amy Klobuchar's big move was that Yeah, she came in third, and
3: Elizabeth Warren has been at the fourth and fifth place level like but Joe don't Biden. You think, don't you th- I, I tend to think, and we'll talk about this when we come back from the break, I tend to think, Jordan, that after South Carolina. Biden's either in or out and if he doesn't win it he's I think he's out of money. And I think most of them are not going to be able to compete on Super Tuesday. It's going to become a two-person race pretty quickly.
0: Yeah, I just don't know how they compete with the Bloomberg money on Super Tuesday and the Bernie Sanders momentum. Bernie's leading in most of those states with Bloomberg trailing in in, uh, in second place. Pretty big trailing right now and I'm not sure that debate last night helped him, but it's not like he's got to worry about getting donors
3: to donate after his right. debate like the others do. No. He's got the mo- he's got the money to Continue this. He's going to fight this till the end. Yes. Bloomberg. Yes. He will fight But the, the end, end is a couple of weeks. Yeah. Right. Super Tuesday for him. 1
0: 800 684 3110. We want your thoughts. 1 800 684 3110. We'll be right back.
4: Only when a society can agree that the most vulnerable and voiceless deserve to be protected is there any hope for that culture to survive. And that's exactly what you are saying when you stand with the American Center for Law and Justice to defend the right to life. We've created a free, powerful publication offering a panoramic view of the ACLJ's battle for the unborn. It's called Mission Life. It will show you how you are personally impacting the pro-life battle through your support. And the publication includes a look at at all major ACLJ pro-life cases, how we're fighting for the rights of pro-life activists, the ramifications of Roe v. Wade 40 years later, Planned Parenthood's role in the abortion industry, and what Obamacare means to the pro-life movement. Discover the many ways your membership with the ACLJ is empowering the right to life. Request your free copy of Mission Life today online at aclj.org gift. The challenges facing Americans are substantial. At a time when our values, our freedoms, our constitutional rights are under attack, it's more important than ever to stand with the American Center for Law and Justice. For decades now, the ACLJ has been on the front lines, protecting your freedoms, defending your rights, in courts, in Congress, and in the public arena. And we have an exceptional track record of success. But here's the bottom line, we could not do our work without your support. We remain committed to protecting your religious and constitutional freedoms. That remains our top priority, especially now during these challenging times. The American Center for Law and Justice is on your side. If you're already a member, thank you. And if you're not, well, this is the perfect time to stand with us at ACLJ.org, where you can learn more about our life-changing work. Become a member today, ACLJ.org.
0: Secular band record
3: yeah okay so the uh bands back together uh after a brief hiatus uh, for obvious reasons i was i uh, i was a little busy and and the guys were t- a lot of them were touring also so it was it worked out fine but we're gonna um uh record a couple things tomorrow with our friend john schneider the duke's a hazard actor singer um uh, we're gonna do a bunch of tunes tomorrow i don't know when we'll we'll put it out soon um uh, but it'll be a lot of fun we're looking forward to it
0: yeah i mean my my final reaction last night to the debate was that like others who, who said but i mean i wrote it right away and i the same as my book title which is that my post democrat debate analysis cause i thought this was the biggest one of the of the oh, year yeah. so far because of mike bloomberg being on stage and this new factor is that the next red wave coming november 3rd
3: 2020 i mean i yeah, think i, wonder I, how I think it does very the, dangerous i for, was going to ask Stan that question what what is it this if, if Bernie hurt. Sanders is at the top of the ticket. Oh. And who let's say who does I Dubai don't know. speaker picked, Pelosi. Who is the speaker? Yeah. Who does the VP pick for him? Uh, it, Elizabeth Warren, maybe? Maybe Elizabeth Warren, because they're at least simpatico in, as far as philosophy. AOC
0: goes. if she was old enough, she's yeah, not. If she's
3: not. So here's the question, then. If that's the case, if we're looking at a Bernie Sanders top of the ticket, uh Sanders is the VP,
5: what do you think that does to the House? Uh Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Uh, honestly, I mean, I, I think uh, when you when you look at uh, what will happen down ticket in the United States Senate, the United States House, as Bernie Sanders is on the top of the t- uh, ticket running against Donald Trump, I think you are going to see a red wave come November. And honestly, Jay, I think that's why the DNC is so desperate. I mean, they're so desperate that they're turning to a man who is skipping their first four states and has been a Republican for most of his life to try to run against Bernie Sanders. And by the way, here was the other interesting thing to me on this point, Jay. Last night, when they asked the question about will the, the delegate leader coming into convention will you support that person if it goes to a second ballot bernie sanders was the only person on that stage that said that which says they are open at convention to nominating someone that doesn't come in with a lead pretty telling yeah i i, I just be a lot less work for me <laughs> <If> that happens <laughs> yeah, which would be hearings would be
0: done yeah uh, and you know we, we talk about that though that the the fact is the presidential harassment if Democrats do maintain the House, and President Trump's reelected. We'll continue. We'll continue. Yeah, but I mean, I,
3: not at this. I mean, it's going to depend on a lot of things. I mean, you look yes, right but, now. Right now, they're clearly. You know, it's interesting because I've been. I've been. You know, traveling a bit. So, yeah. but one of the things that's becoming pretty clear is even right now, between now and the election, I, I think that the it's you're not going to see a lot of movement on any kind of actions against the president or even aggressive Except oversight. Except have three Supreme Court cases. Except I do have three Supreme Court cases at the end of March. Which seems like a lifetime away, but after we went th- what we just went through, it's like kind of a nice I reprieve.
0: It was a twenty because the government's taking ten, so you're getting. 20.
3: Well, the way it works is this: so the, the United States is on our side, so the each side has thirty minutes. So we have because we have three cases, they've consolidated it into two cases. So each side goes, uh, for instance, like on the uh, the DA case, I would go fifteen minutes or so. The government would go ten, and then I would then the other side would go for thirty, and then I would reserve you know three to five minutes for rebuttal so it's pretty quick so the brief now not we're exactly
0: the, like the impeachment trail.
3: not exactly like a you know 12 hours a day for two weeks no not nothing like that but i mean obviously very important issues so anyways that's coming up so that's the end of um the end of march
0: all right you want to take a call here? yeah let's take some calls one 800 and we'll go, just go kind of in order bruce in new jersey on line one bruce welcome to jcekyo live
5: Hey guys, how you doing? Uh, Bruce here in New Jersey. As you just mentioned, uh, I like Harry's joke with the pen knife. Hope he made it himself. Uh, huh. Quick question: uh, There's an old name there, Hillary. Is there any chance you think uh, no. this may uh, promote her to come back in?
3: No, I think I think if Bernie Sanders is the nominee, and I'll, I'll go around the horn on this, uh, I think if Bernie Sanders is the nominee, the likely pick that he has is Elizabeth Warren or someone. And like- that may be why he she laid off him yesterday.
0: Unless it's Ilhan Omar,
3: I don't think so. No. <laughs>
0: someone from the squad no probably <laughs> probably someone like elizabeth warren which is why she's not really attacking his policies yes. and instead was the um the takedown artist for bloomberg
3: yeah what do you think harry i'm gonna ask them the same thing for uh she
0: plays a pretty VB. good role at that yeah uh,
2: i'm not sure um i doubt it uh but it's possible that he would uh shake things up by going with uh Hillary, I, I, I just can't uh, imagine. I, I can't imagine how that would work. She said no already. Uh, yeah, but uh, more likely than not, he would pick uh, a female, um, perhaps a senator, maybe a, an Amy Klobuchar, even though she is certainly. But would Elizabeth him. Warren be more in with his? She would be, but I don't know if um, she would help him in the midwest yes i think i think i think 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 that's the the problem for sanders (laughs) that elizabeth warren and he uh would appeal largely to the same voters and if you really want to win the election does elizabeth warren actually help you uh at the end
5: of the day uh can i ask this question to than because i would same thing here i mean who do you think he picks the well, first of all, I think I think the Hillary strategy has been tried against this president in 2016. I do not think they will try yeah. that again. And if they did, I think it would be a recipe for certain loss. Uh, Jay, my pick for Senator Sanders is actually Mayor Pete for a lot of the reasons mm. that Jordan laid out earlier in the broadcast. His yes, play that. His, yeah. his, his, his his ideals are actually very much aligned with him. Mm. He just delivers them in a more tempered way. So if you can get someone that agrees with you but appeals in the Midwest and is maybe kinder and gentler, or at least comes but across that way, also, but makes some sense. But isn't he also the one that said these were the two extremes, Mike Bloomberg mm-hmm. and Bernie Sanders? Yeah,
0: so bring me in to kind of moderate you. but Because he's been someone who has praised Bernie Sanders yeah. in the past. Take a list of this exchange. It got brought up because he— He wrote this piece uh, when he was a student saying how great Bernie Sanders was as a congressman. And take a listen to Mayor Pete. He didn't disavow it.
5: Are you out of touch with your own generation? Millennials, by a big chunk, embrace his version of democratic socialism. You do not. Are you out of touch
1: with your generation? No, look, I, it's true that uh, I was into Bernie before it was cool. He was uh, (laughs) a congressman at the time. And the qualities I admired then are qualities I still respect a great deal. Uh, I never said that I agree with every part of his policy views then or now, but I appreciate that at least he's straightforward and honest about him.
3: Hmm. Yeah. You listen to that and you go, could be. I mean, he Possible. did say, he did say the most extreme though, that Bernie is someone Bloomberg. young to someone who's very old. Yeah.
0: I mean, you know, I mean that in a nice way, but like, you know, he, Bernie Sanders health and all those issues. I wonder what, come
3: what up. I'd be interested to see what our listeners think.
0: Yeah. 1-800-684-3110. That's 1-800-684-3110. I, I think that most agree with Greg in North Carolina online too, because that's exactly what she, she wants. Greg, welcome to JSECIO Live. You're on the air. Hey, Greg. Hey.
4: Yeah, thanks. I. That's all I. I you guys all already touched on. The subject I was going to bring up was that I felt like she was paving her way to the vice
1: presidency yeah. uh, position of, of running. And I did, that's all I was going to say. Well, I
3: think but... I think you raise a good point because I think it's pretty clear, Harry. She's not going to have the money to, to to really compete on Super Tuesday at this point. No. Uh, so that that's and two is she didn't lay a finger, a glove on. She didn't get anywhere near t- hitting bernie sanders
2: i think that is correct and i think the the issue for uh, bernie sanders as let's say the nominee is who should he pick particularly if he wants to broaden his appeal to either middle of the road vo- voters on one hand but also minorities on the other so i think it will be a difficult choice but i don't disagree with uh than's uh, uh superb analysis Alright all right, all right folks,
0: take... we come back We're going to take your phone calls 1-800-684-3110, that's
3: 1-800-684-3110. Tomorrow's broadcast We're not going to have time to get into it today We just got big news from the International Criminal Court Another major case Last one was the United States This one's Israel We'll get into it on tomorrow's broadcast But I, I did want to let everybody know that that's coming
0: Absolutely, so that's coming We'll get a blog up on that too at aclj.org You can get a little preview for tomorrow's broadcast as well Which will be live as well But again, your thoughts on this Democrat debate, where we stand politically, heading into Nevada caucus Saturday.
4: For decades now, the ACLJ has been on the front lines, protecting your freedoms, defending your rights, in courts, in Congress, and in the public arena. The American Center for Law and Justice is on your side. If you're already a member, thank you. And if you're not, well, this is the perfect time to stand with us at aclj.org, where you can learn more about our life-changing work. Become a member today. aclj.org.
1: From Washington, D.C., Jay Sekulow
3: Live. And now, your host, Jordan Sekulow. I mean,
0: how bad will it be after this disastrous debate? I mean, it, w- it was disastrous for Democrats, let's be honest with you. I mean, they're the only person that, that that really came out good for Democrats was Bernie Sanders, and he's bad for Democrats nationally because he can't get elected. I mean, the, the polls just show that, that people are not electing a socialist who's leaning towards communist uh but on the second hand uh let me let me just put this forward nevada is already coming out and saying we may not have votes for anybody saturday can you imagine if yet again we have the fourth round of voting but you're gonna let them run your health care and we're gonna get no votes and this is the party that wants to take over every aspect of your life especially if bernie sanders is the nominee he wants to take over every aspect of your life medically uh tax wise economically he wants to give the workers uh, you know uh, 20% uh, ownership of every private business I mean put them on the boards of companies so not capitalism anymore uh, and, and yet they cannot figure out if they can they can't even tell us today that they can have the votes in a relatively small state on Saturday at a caucus this is this is a disaster year And I can't believe Tom Perazio gets up there for the DNC shouting about unity. He should have been resigned after Iowa, in my opinion, because this is just absurd. From Donna Brazil to this, it just looks like a scam to try and keep Bernie Sanders out, and I think that they will do everything possible. That's why I agree with you, Dad. They're not going to throw Bloomberg totally under the bus uh, because they're going to do everything possible to keep Bernie Sanders out, regardless
3: of who that person has to be to keep him out for being the nominee. And Bernie Sanders... Has got a lot of money. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but not as much as Michael Bloomberg. So the question I I started the last half hour with, and I, I wonder this as well is: Does the amount of money that Bloomberg has and his capability thus to run through the entire uh, primary season here? And while the debate was pretty devastating, really only eight to ten million people watched it. Virginia, for instance, he's the only one up on ads. South Carolina, he owns the ad market. California, he owns the ad market. So the question, I, I'll start with this with with Than, then and, and let Harry and Jordan go at it too, is this, he got hurt in that debate, but does he have enough money that it won't matter? Or is it the Jeb Bush problem, where Jeb had a lot of money, but just couldn't connect?
5: Well, he's certainly got enough money to compete on Super Tuesday, Jay. I mean, he would have done better if he didn't actually have to appear in public before then because then those ads would have been the only image up. But look, you look at a place like California, which, by the way, has you know several times the delegates that are offered as as to the, what has been offered so far, and he's certainly got an opportunity to compete with his ads. Now, the, the the tough part for him there is that he's way behind Bernie Sanders in the polls. But Jay, the interesting thing to me is to couple the analysis that you gave with the messaging that's coming out of the Bloomberg campaign today. The campaign manager there today is saying that Bernie Sanders had a great night, and there won't be much of a campaign after Super Tuesday unless all of the other candidates support coalesces around them. So, Jay, they're kind of admitting what you are saying is that we're the only one that can be in for the long haul, but all of you are going to have to coalesce behind me. Otherwise, that socialist is going to run away with it. I think they're telegraphing their game right there. Yeah, Harry. Well,
2: I think that that is correct, but I also think Sanders still has a problem with respect to Bloomberg's money. And I think uh, Sanders' Achilles' heel is basically health care. Uh, Bernie Sanders continues to make false and deceptive claims about health care in other countries. He doesn't understand uh, health care in Canada and Britain and in Europe. So he continues to claim that those nations cover all expensive Expenses. That is clearly untrue. You have to uh, wait five months, for instance, in Canada to get an MRI. You have to appeal to a doctor uh, to be uh, covered by a physician. Otherwise, guess what? You have to face emergency care. So I think if I were... Uh, uh, helping um, Mayor Bloomberg out, I would spend and direct my funds at attacking Bernie Sanders where he's the weakest on health care. He wants to take away Americans' health care and replace it with a system that does not work. I think I think you're, I think Harry's right. I just
3: I just think that they they made a calculated decision here. You saw it play out.
0: Yeah. When we come back. We take
4: more of your phone calls. One 3110 The challenges facing Americans are substantial, at a time when our values, our freedoms, our constitutional rights are under attack, it's more important than ever to stand with the American Center for Law and Justice. For decades now, the ACLJ has been on the front lines, protecting your freedoms, defending your rights, in courts, in Congress, and in the public arena, and we have an exceptional track record of success. But here's the bottom line, we could not do our work without your support. We remain committed to protecting your religious and constitutional freedoms. That remains our top priority, especially now during these challenging times. The American Center for Law and Justice is on your side. If you're already a member, thank you. And if you're not, well, this is the perfect time to stand with us at ACLJ.org, where you can learn more about our life-changing work. Become a member today, ACLJ.org. Only when a society can agree that the most vulnerable and voiceless deserve to be protected, is there any hope for that culture to survive. And that's exactly what you are saying when you stand with the American Center for Law and Justice to defend the right to life. We've created a free, powerful publication offering a panoramic view of the ACLJ's battle for the unborn. It's called Mission Life. It will show you how you are personally impacting the pro-life battle through your support. And the publication includes a look at all major ACLJ pro-life cases, how we're fighting for the rights of pro-life activists, the ramifications of Roe v. Wade 40 years later, Planned Parenthood's role in the abortion industry, and what Obamacare means to the pro-life movement. Discover the many ways your membership with the ACLJ is empowering the right to life. Request your free copy of Mission Life today online at aclj.org gift.
3: a couple interesting Facebook questions that came in yeah. uh, Michael on Facebook said I was shocked that Mayor Pete actually challenged a U.S. Senator's political experience yes. and that was the challenge to Amy, <laughs> Amy Klobuchar. Klobuchar.
0: Yeah, right. Who's- do we have that one?
3: let's play that this was a, I thought this was very awkward for Pete and I thought Amy immature. Klobuchar handled it pretty well
1: you're staking your candidacy on your Washington experience you're on the committee that oversees border security you're on the committee that does trade you're literally in part of the committee that's overseeing these things and we're not able to speak to literally the first thing about the politics of the country you, to ourselves. Are you trying to say that I'm
2: dumb or are you
1: mocking me here Pete? I'm I saying that you shouldn't trivialize the I made knowledge. an error. People sometimes forget names i am the one that has number one has the experience based on passing over 100 you, bills if i could respond this was a pretty big please, allegation please. he's basically saying
2: that i don't have the experience to be president of the united states
0: and, you know th- and then she responded with this is a small town failing city mayor uh who as harry pointed out fired the first black uh police chief first black fire chief has had serious problems with the police force, um, and I think has just kind of a, a some kind of syndrome if you think that at 37 years old you should be president of the United States. I mean, I mean I, I, I I'm agree. honest about that. I mean, I'm the, same, I'm the same age, and I don't think I should be president of the United States. I don't think I have the life experience to decide about all the different issues that come before you and all the staffing decisions you need to make. You need to go through a lot more in life, a lot more in life, before becoming president of the United States you know when the founding fathers put that age in is because people didn't live past like 55 years old and they went through a lot more by the time they were in their their thirties and and it was a different time uh, so I think there the, the fact is this name game which they tried to do with George W. Bush too there, there's 193 world leaders I don't care if my president can name all 193 what I care about is if they can get USMCA done and by the way I will give Amy Klobuchar this credit she got that help get that done, and pass that through the Senate. She got the trade deal done, even through the impeachment that was going but on, there, but,
3: but they don't like that. But there is really, Fan, there is really no path for Amy Klobuchar.
5: None. No, and there there, there never really was. I mean, I think she's got a path to maybe a vice president uh, uh, nomination. But Jay, I mean, I was really surprised that Mayor Pete went here for this reason. And it's really very simple. I agree with what Jordan said. But if, if Senator Amy Klobuchar is not qualified to be president of the United States, then what is Mayor Pete qualified for? Because he's way, way behind her well, when it comes to public policy. Well, I, so it was, I, it was a tactical error.
3: Under Harry's theory, he may be qualified under Bernie... Sanders regime is a vice presidential nominee.
2: Uh, potentially, uh, but I also think that he would be exposed for his lack of experience even as a vice presidential nominee. That's number one. Number two, he would be exposed on the basis of his experience because many, many of his experiences are failures. Uh, so, for instance, he did achieve a 50 percent reduction in the Number of African Americans on the police force in South Bend is that a great uh, accomplishment? Uh, he did uh, um, accomplish something else. He uh, he put uh, lights on pet cages in South Bend. Is that an accomplishment that is going to electrify the the, the public? I don't think so. So Mayor Pete. Should go back to South Bend, gain some real experience, and stop lecturing people that have experience. Yeah. Well, no. Let's
0: go. Let's go back to the phones. Uh, Emily in Ohio. It's a huge uh, state, state,
2: obviously, uh, for the election.
0: It is not a super uh, Tuesday state, but it plays a major role in the general election. Emily, welcome to Jay Sekulow Live. You're on the air.
4: Thank you. So I watched the debate last night, not all of it, but a lot of it, and I realized Mayor Bloomberg may not be very polished as a speaker, but I think the last presidential election shows that the American public doesn't necessarily prioritize that as the most important feature of a, an elected official. And uh, I think looking past the primaries, Bloomberg is the only one viable for a fighting chance against Trump for the DNC because he's enough like him, but he has some class. It's
0: of self center. Yeah, I think that his problem is that, one, he, he he faces some of the same issues President Trump did, and and yet he doesn't have the personality to fight through them. He shrugs them off instead of taking them head on. I don't think American people like that. The smirking, the, oh, I made some jokes. I mean, that that was, that was, that got... Well, the president is much, much
3: more as a as, a, as a, much more like a boxer. He's much more like a counter puncher and, and he punches every, back. And where, every where, analyst where, has said that yeah. if you
0: can't perform on TV, and that doesn't just mean you're the smoothest, by the way, anymore, but that you can't throw punches and take them. And then throw you know, you can take you a big take punch. Them. And President Trump took huge punches. Throughout I don't know the any other presidents taken as many and punches. Delivered Haymakers, and ultimately the ultimate haymaker by winning. Uh that Yes, it may be true that Mayor Bloomberg, if he got through this process, would on paper, on paper, be the best candidate to put up against Trump. Not saying he would beat him, but the best candidate. Except for he does not have an excited base. He's paying for it right that, now. That You've got to have the 35,000 people at the rally. The only person close to that other than President Trump is Bernie, is Bernie and he gets about 17,000. If you don't have that kind of energy anymore, and you're not able to... Keep put it forth through TV like when I see Bernie talk I disagree with everything he says but I know he believes it
3: oh he's and he's got a lot of passion yes so here's the here's the question though I think the caller brings up the question that is you know who who is the most challenging for the president but here's the first question you have to ask is who gets through the process and George has said something I think is worth reiterating and that is you do have to have a base and then when I look at this right now I just don't see which Michael Bloomberg's base Moderate Republicans that are afraid of Bernie Sanders?
5: Yeah, it's, it's the anti-Bernie Sanders vote. The problem is that vote is still being sli- uh, split up between multiple candidates, and it will still be being split up when we come to 16 states on Super Tuesday. And I, I mean, I agree with you, Jay. The delegate math here just gets very, very tough. On Super Tuesday, the reason that Mayor Bloomberg is stronger than all of the others is because dollars can take you that far. It can. And I do expect he will be in second place after Super Tuesday. But after that point, at some point, you have to be able to engage in retail politics. You have to be able to do the rallies. You have to be able to go on TV. And we said before last night that that was what Mayor Bloomberg had to prove. Jay, he proved the opposite. So I think the dollars will take him into second place. I think he'll do well on Super Tuesday, at least reasonably well. But I do not see him getting in all the way over the line.
3: Yeah, I tend to think. I think, I, I, I think so, too. Although he, he could be there right till the end because of the money, Harry.
5: I
2: think that's true, um, and I think, uh, Than, is absolutely correct. Bloomberg has the money. Secondly, I would suggest, would suggest sorry, that on paper, Mike Bloomberg actually has real-world experience. Yeah. He's built up a great company. He's been the mayor of New York as opposed to the mayor of <sighs> South Bend. Uh, he hasn't focused his time and energy on tracking patents, as Mayor Pete has. But I think Karen Tumulti of the Washington Post uh, made a great point. Uh, Bloomberg's best debate moment came five minutes before the debate started itself. Uh, So Bloomberg could not offer an elementary explanation for his stop and frisk policy targeting african-americans and latinos and third i would point out that mike bloomberg distinguished himself by having virtually zero energy he needed Nothing. to to no. at least that, have know, an infusion doesn't. of expressos before going on the stage well, yeah. and
0: also bragging about his philanthropic efforts to kill jobs for coal miners that's gonna get you votes in the rust belt which is essential uh, which is why Amy Klobuchar said she's not going to take that position against no fracking, no coal mines, uh, because she realizes the the political realities. Even though she probably has no chance of the nomination, uh, is that uh, when you when you brag? I mean, they were all bragging. Uh, Joe Biden's been saying, you know, anybody could go three thousand feet to a coal about mine. This for forty five minutes yeah. this broadcast. You know, who we've not talked about Joe Biden. Well, because mm. Joe Biden. <laughs> People said it was one of his better, his better performances. The problem is it was so overshadowed by other people that yeah, I don't. It was too late. It was just too late.
3: How are the polls? I did say South that Carolina. like if
0: Mike Bloomberg was horrible, maybe people would go back to Joe Biden and say,
3: eh, maybe Joe Biden. I don't but think, I think so. He's incoherent. Yeah. By the way, Catherine on Facebook said, how much money is a candidate allowed to spend Unlimited. on their own campaign? As much as they want. And with Mike Bloomberg, that is a lot of money.
0: Uh, yeah, that's more than he could spend. It's
3: more than yeah, he, he could even spend it. He could
0: right. not spend the amount of money. But the interest he's making. What is the South note.
3: Carolina numbers looking like right now? Uh, he's not on. He's not on the ballot. No, I'm talking South- about for uh, for uh, the other guy. We've uh, not been talking about Biden.
0: Uh, Bernie is now in first place. Hmm.
3: So we'll it's come back. We come back from the break, but it'd be interesting to talk about this. So if if Biden does not win South Carolina, and after South Carolina, it's Super Tuesday, which is how many days later? Uh, Super Tuesday after is four days later. How do they compete in all these things? I don't think uh, they can. They can't. We need to talk about how that impacts all of this. I yeah. think people want to know that. All yeah, right.
0: we will. 1-800-684-3110. 3110 we got one phone line open. We're going to take more of your calls when we come back. It's 1-800-684-3110. And check out aclj.org as well. As we said, we've got this new information from the ICC on Israel that we're going to talk about more on tomorrow's radio broadcast, but there'll be a blog up at aclj.org later today explaining that. So check out. Again, our website, ACLJ.org. As always, if you can support the work of the ACLJ, donate online at ACLJ.org. We'll be right back, taking your phone calls, analyzing probably the most interesting Democrat debate of this political season. We'll be right back.
4: Only when a society can agree that the most vulnerable and voiceless deserve to be protected, is there any hope for that culture to survive. And that's exactly what you are saying when you stand with the American Center for Law and Justice to defend the right to life. We've created a free, powerful publication offering a panoramic view of the ACLJ's battle for the unborn. It's called Mission Life. It will show you how you are personally impacting the pro-life battle through your support. And the publication includes a look at all major ACLJ pro-life cases, how we're fighting for the rights of pro-life activists, the ramifications of Roe v. Wade 40 years later, Planned Parenthood's role in the abortion industry, and what Obamacare means to the pro-life movement. Discover the many ways your membership with the ACLJ is empowering the right to life. Request your free copy of Mission Life today online at aclj.org gift. The challenges facing Americans are substantial. At a time when our values, our freedoms, our constitutional rights are under attack, it's more important than ever to stand with the American Center for Law and Justice. For decades now, the ACLJ has been on the front lines, protecting your freedoms, defending your rights, in courts, in Congress, and in the public arena. And we have an exceptional track record of success. But here's the bottom line, we could not do our work without your support. We remain committed to protecting your religious and constitutional freedoms. That remains our top priority, especially now during these challenging times. The American Center for Law and Justice is on your side. If you're already a member, thank you. And if you're not, well, this is the perfect time to stand with us at ACLJ.org, where you can learn more about our life-changing work. Become a member today, ACLJ.org.
0: fair analysis to this but but across the board and especially in the liberal media mike bloomberg was declared the loser of this debate the the i mean disastrous losers not just conservatives saying that um it's liberals it's it's the msnbc crowd uh who was hoping for anyone other than bernie sanders isn't that interesting as liberal as they are at msnbc they're still pretty corporatist and 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 they don't want to see they like their big paychecks that those hosts get and they don't want to see a com a a democrat socialist slash communist uh take over so because uh one they have trump derangement syndrome and they've got to beat donald trump so they'll back anyone it just never works if you don't have people at your rallies if people don't really like you i don't care how much money you spend i've worked on campaigns that have started with that kind of money before and if people just don't like you and you don't catch on it doesn't matter And so, I've worked on campaigns that start off with a lot of money, and the first debate wasn't that bad, okay, it wasn't that horrendous, it wasn't, I mean, there were moments where you could honestly say, Mike Bubler should be disqualified from, I mean, he should just take himself out. He wasted $300 million and certainly is being rejected by the Democrats. Now, will he be able to buy enough votes to come into second place and try to uh, uh, kick Bernie off? Uh, at the convention well that's going to really do well for the Democrats when they're facing Donald Trump they're going to have a war two months before the general election I would love that I mean as a conservative please my my fa- what I would hope the most is that Bernie Sanders goes in there has the lead uh, Bloomberg can then pull the super delegates, and they have a war at their convention and they're in total disarray they can't get their caucuses to work Their their party is split the only part united is the radical communist part, and they're they're getting nasty online. He's trying to blame it on Russia now, Bernie Sanders. I, I mean, it's like absurd uh, for conservatives and for president. There's a reason why everyone said the big winner last night was President Trump. And how many times have we said that after these debates? It's been a lot, of,
3: yeah. a lot. Well, that, I mean, it wasn't just us saying it. Let's go ahead and take uh, let take Ivy's call on line six.
0: Yeah, Ivy calling from Iowa on line six already had their situation there, and uh, Ivy, and they're still counting votes. In the, you know they're still counting votes in the Democratic caucus? Yeah, Ivy, <laughs> welcome. <laughs> what a mess. Go ahead, Ivy. Hi,
3: thank you. Thanks for all you guys
0: do. Yep. My question is, um, do you think that the uh, other candidates came after Bloomberg, because he's the only one that's really an affront to socialism, um, and that they didn't go against
3: bernie sanders and didn't say anything against him because secretly they believe in socialism themselves well i think there's a wing of the i think what jordan said is right the 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 and that's a good question i mean the party that seems to be united and organized or the portion of the democratic party harry seems to me it's what jordan said is the socialist part of that party it's the elizabeth warren it's it's bernie sanders the aoc there at least they got the loudest voices
2: I think that is correct, but I still think that many of the Democrats on the stage made a strategic error because keep in mind, uh, as I said before, Mike Bloomberg is not on the ballot in Nevada. He's not on the ballot in South Carolina. So attacking Bloomberg now, I'm not sure is going to help those Democrats. So they have to ask themselves, do they want to win or do they want to support Bernie Sanders? So if they're st- Strategy is to nominate or help nominate Bernie Sanders. I think they picked the right strategy last night. Uh, but if they actually wanted to win the nomination yeah. and to be uh, an option for Democratic voters, I think it was a huge error. I've got a question for Than. If you were the RNC,
3: who would you like to be the, and you want to get the House back? Who do you want to see as the nominee? Is it
5: Bernie Sanders? Uh, well, probably, but I would just add something to that, Jay. I mean, I think after last night, I think any of those are good options. I mean, honestly, there are so many different ways you can run against each of those candidates. I mean, there there were sort of the the primary, if you're the the Republicans. Um, Probably. I mean, because all you have to do is win the districts uh, that are currently held by Democrats who elected Donald Trump. If if Bernie Sanders is at the top of the Democrat ticket, um, I think you're going to win most of those districts and you would flip the House. I think
0: you actually see a lot of Democrat House members scared to death about losing their seats who won't endorse Bernie. I
5: mean, Mm -hmm. that may be the only way they hang on.
0: And it'll be the end of Nancy Pelosi. But I mean, I think you could actually see Democrat elected officials Mm -hmm. at at the federal level and, and state level, too not endorse Bernie yeah. and and well. not and not, get, not want to be associated with a campaign that will, will hopefully be, if he does get to that point, a blip in history yeah. where America toyed around with being a
3: socialist. All right, let's grab the last two.
0: Yeah, Debbie's got an interesting one because, you know, and I think it, it's yeah. fair it comes up with with these older all candidates, right. Debbie and Arkansas line too. Hey, guys.
4: Thanks for all you guys do. First and foremost, I'm a huge Trump supporter. Okay. But with Bernie. You know, nobody's addressed. He just had a heart attack, what, three, four months ago? Yep. He's pretty well up there. Mentally, I don't think he's stable. Just saying.
3: Well, Well, look, can I say something about that? Because, you know, I'm the old, old, Harry and I are the oldest ones in the group here. So I'll I'll, I'll say this. First of all, he he did have a heart attack. They put in a stent. So it it was successful. He has a lot of whatever you want to say about his policies. He's got Jordan politically, tremendous tremendous amount of energy tremendous amount. He's going at a
0: rate that most of us could not. Well, there you go. And most people could not go at rates of these presidential candidates. There's something unique about those who run for president and do it successfully. They have more energy. Uh, It's no wonder that occasionally they have a little heart issue here and there uh, at his age. And uh, I mean, think about it. A lot more energy than Hillary Clinton a lot more energy than a lot of Republicans or anybody that, that, I, stage. that I see or anyone on that stage, including people like Mayor Pete, who sound like a, a talking point robot of Barack Obama.
3: Yeah, well, that's he's definitely modeling that. All right, let's grab the last one.
0: All right, last call of the day goes to James in Virginia, and then we'll see can they actually get us votes on Saturday in Nevada? They say they they're, they're North Star's accuracy not getting votes on Saturday. That's what Tom Perez said. Okay, hey James, welcome to Jay Sekio
5: Live. Thank you. Thanks for all you guys do. Um, Yeah, it's a question about polling. The last couple nights, a couple nights ago, I forget what Fox show it was, but I see these displays of a Trump versus Biden, Trump loses, Trump versus Sanders, Trump loses, Trump versus Bloomberg, you know, like it's 40s versus 50s percentile. Where do we get these polls? Well, at, at
3: New, New York and leave. California. Yeah, but can I also say this though? <laughs> Trump was losing to Hillary Clinton too. He never he never underpolls I I think the it's fair to say the president underpolls somewhere ten to fifteen percent. I was gonna say twelve percent. Yeah. It's about twelve percent underpoll. Yeah. Under poll. yeah. And, and by the so. way, oh
0: these polls, polls these we saw last polls, time not after they overpoll uh people older people who have um a hard lines, which I don't have one, so I don't I wouldn't be polled um and they also end up over polling uh the coastals so the big states like california and new york well guess what those are Democrat strongholds so again there's a lot of problem with polling now where it helps you is these state races that's where it can help you where it's much more localized and if you grab kind of a snapshot of a thousand people in a small state that all can right. help you but these national polls they mean nothing
4: all right. right
3: really quick what happens after south carolina what who stays in who goes out
0: um, I think after South Carolina, if Joe Biden does not win, he should go out. But I'm not sure if his pride will allow him or his campaign staff okay. will allow him, unless he's out of money. Okay. And the rest, I think, will probably stay. They'll, they'll just keep the name on the ballot.
2: Well, I think it'll be Bloomberg, Sanders. Biden uh, could possibly stay in for a little bit longer. But I think the rest will um,
5: pretty much have to give it up.
3: Yeah. What do you uh, think,
5: fan? It's going to functionally be Sanders and Bloomberg with a bunch of people pretending to be John Kasich and pretending they're running You're but right. having no shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it
3: may be getting enough percent to stay on the debate stage. Let me just say this also. On uh, tomorrow's program, we just got word from the ICC. We got a new big case. Uh, this one involves Israel. I want to encourage you, support the work of the ACLJ. You could do that, of course, by going to ACLJ.org. That's ACLJ.org. And any amount you donate, we get a uh, matching grant next month. But Any amount you donate is tax-deductible
4: for decades now. The ACLJ has been on the front lines, protecting your freedoms, defending your rights, in courts, in Congress, and in the public arena. The American Center for Law and Justice is on your side. If you're already a member, thank you. And if you're not, well, this is the perfect time to stand with us at ACLJ.org, where you can learn more about our life-changing work. Become a member today, ACLJ.org.